Hello and welcome to Wrestling Opinionated, our weekly show all about the great shows of AEW Wrestling. We are your hosts. I am Morg. This is Master of the Moment, Matt Strange. And this is No Moments. Nick Muir. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that made me laugh. <laughs> How are you guys anyway? Fucking reveling in my victory. <laughs> I am hurting. I went back to well, work after well, a week you off. To, you know, when you get one of your victories. Oh, in your no. Life. Oh. oh, no, Morg. Back to work. Back to yeah. the, uh, after your. It's all right. Lockdown will happen again soon. I have. Oh, don't no start. Back that to won't... the shelters, lad. <laughs> that won't make any difference to me. Oh shit! You're in a yeah you're an essential person. It's an essential person, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> allegedly so. Yeah, we're all essential, but we're not paid like it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you guys! I'm not essential. <laughs> <laughs> our I'm... podcast is essential work. Uh, yeah, it is for I'm... our dozens of listeners. Dozens. I've been <laughs> I've been repairing the orchid that unfortunately had to spend some time with Strange. So I found out that it had a horrible infestation the other day because it oh, was we've got strange. a new plant. We've got we got a new plant last weekend and it's already lost two leaves. Oh yeah. That's, like, that's... <laughs> Shall we buy a plant if you want? <laughs> okay. Oh, right, wrestling. So, this might be the first time you've listened to our podcast. As such, you would need to know that the way we rank our matches and the overall shows of the week, we have a tier list. And Mr. Strange is the one who decided we would do this with the tier list, so he will now explain to you how the tier list works. And I remembered that without looking at the show note. Oh, my God. We're going up in quality, boys. We're going up. Right, yeah, so I use a tier list. Uh, We like to throw a bit of uh, flair and funk on it. And last time, uh, Morg asked if I could do it with the faces and heels of AEW, I believe. So I've done faces for you, Morg. Good times. Cool, cool. You don't have heels. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, I couldn't find a way to rank the heels correctly, but I'm sure we'll break into raging about that later. Yeah, sure. Um, D-rank match is a match where you it's our lowest rank. You don't really care about the match. You're playing on your phone. Most squash matches and quite a large proportion of dark now, I suppose. You know, you just don't give a fuck. And I think uh, our D-rank face is probably Joey Janela. Is he a face? He's face D. Is he a man face? What is he? I mean, I like him, but, you know, he's not yeah. high on that face tier. C-rank match is what we want from our average match. We expect a good match. Story's there. Wrestling solid. You've had a good time. C-rank match. And I'm going to give it to a pretty good C-rank to B-rank wrestler. Jungle Boy. He's a good face. We know he's a face. He's got a smiley Jack Perry grin on. You know, he's going to be the future. I think he's our standard face. C-rank match. The next step up. Things are getting more interesting. Maybe you really care about the story. Maybe the wrestling is just great. Either way, everything should be good. You're not looking away. You've really enjoyed that match. And I'm going with a controversial dark star. I'm giving it to Austin Gunn. Because all he is you doing... Mark. He's had like five matches and we fucking love him. Good call. And he's always on the face side and he's a different take of dickhead face. Uh, I think he's one of the future. He also stands up for other faces, which is a bit weird. Exactly. 
Um, a rank match. A rank match is probably your match of the night slash week. An A rank match is the one that stands out. The story is great. The wrestling is great. You give a fuck. You're invested. Um, and I think realistically, it's Cody, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cody yeah. comes out, does face things, takes a beating, ble- bleeds a bit, oh, fights back, the heart. Co- Every Cody match has a story. Uh, his wrestling might not often push him into A's, but as a face, he's the fucking king. Except for S-rank matches. S-rank matches are the uh, matches you talk about all year, the ones that stick in memory. The yeah, Everything is perfect. The story is there. Maybe there's a surprise... Uh, or a paradigm twist or something fucking changes. The wrestling is phenomenal. You do not look away. You tell your friends who don't watch wrestling and send them gifts of it. And I am giving it to... Hangman Page. Because there is any is there anyone in AEW you are rooting for more than Hangman Adam Page? No. As soon as you put AEW in there, because it would have been Tanahashi, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Tanahashi is like SS, but he's the god of faces, descending, playing his electric guitar with his Karen haircut, bringing joy <laughs> to the children. Yeah, so but, if you know who Tanahashi is, he's the king. Sorry, go on, Morg. I was going to say, when you put Cody in an A, and I was like, who's he going to have in an A? Oh, yes. He's got the most compelling story. We know he's yeah. a good guy, but he's been torn down and broken up. It, he is a conflicted hero currently at the death and rebirth part of his story. And he's, yeah, he's shown us a new way of enjoying wrestling, which is with an actual engaging story that we've watched now for a year. Yes, mate. It's not, it's, the, it's not the panto level of normal wrestling where everyone's screaming. It's like this slow actual burn acting, which is really nice to see. Meanwhile, film snobs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah that's the tier list so moving on it's on. time for our aew news and i think we're gonna have to do the the big one well i don't know because the two that we've got are both quite big but i think personally the one that i witnessed a massive mark out more on that later of is miro formerly second, rusev then I- go on You've ruined my trans. You've ruined my transition. <laughs> oh, sorry. <Don't> carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Miro, um, formerly Rusev, has now signed with AEW. What do you guys think about this? I know me and Strange have discussed it. What do you think, Mio? I think he'll be great. He's going to face turn very quickly. I'd imagine it seems like he's going to be a Mister Perfect gimmick, which he's the best man at everything, which is a really cool gimmick. I love that he came out in a PJ's and shirt. That really appeals to me, my um, wrestler. His trousers are uh, limited edition Gucci Disney oh, trousers. Don't ruin it for me. Bombs that cost $1,500. Oh, you've ruined it for me. I just like He put it, it on his Twitter. He put okay. up his, his overall getup was like 10K. Oh, fuck off. I just wanted to come out like 50 quid's worth of clothes. No, he's an influencer. I know he is, but I wanted oh. him to be a sob. All right. Uh, I'm probably the least, uh, was the least poppy of us for this. Yeah. I, I don't really know Rusev other than having been in a cuckold storyline. Yeah. Um, Poor bastard. His entrance was good enough. I'm going to wait to see more of him, shall we say. He's a damn good wrestler, but he should be a face. But I guess, you know, what's he Do you want to change? Um, Mr. Strange, would you like to tell the viewers your comment earlier on today after watching YouTube, though? 
All right, okay. So uh, I've had to do some looking into uh, our Mironess, and everybody's going about how fucking great he is and stuff, and I'm naturally contrarian. So I, lo I went to his YouTube channel, um, uh, to be Miro TV, for those who are interested, and just clicked his video of him like talking, and within 51 seconds, I was like, this man is lovely. He's won me over with his wonderful personality <laughs> in 50 fucking nice guy, seconds. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's against my every instinct. Um, and the other news, Mr. Muir, you're the one who brought this up. One second. I'm not sure what you're on about. I Just probably... a million on dynamite. Oh, that's the badger. Yeah. Uh, One million and 16,000 viewers for consecutive viewers for dynamite. The most that we've had since early... October last year, so the first two shows. So, yeah, hopefully, I know they were unopposed, but hopefully they can actually like keep some momentum going with this, and you know, keep improving the show and keep getting more viewers. Hopefully, so I'm uh, I'm excited, but I just like yeah, watching the. <laughs> Not that I'm actually interested in the AEW WWE uh, war, but I do love watching big companies collapse. I do love. People mind, I do love people mindlessly arguing over their console, though. I do love that. Oh, console wars with wrestling is hilarious. It's so Steven. stupid. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. But anyway, oh, yeah. Take control again. <laughs> so, moving on from the news. Uh, uh, the, uh, on to social media of the week. And Mr. Strange, do you have a social media of the week for people to check out? Shockingly, after my discovery that weird blonde-haired Bulgarian and Miro, yeah. oh wicked! Boop, boop. Uh, <laughs> thanks, yo. I'm learning. Um, he will be our social media choice of the turn. Uh, he is really active on Twitch, and obviously, we'll be starting his uh, Twitch with Kip Sabian. Miro's uh, Twitch is Miro T W C H. Uh, Twitch. I don't. I'm not a Twitch man. And yep. Kip is the Kip Sabian at Twitch. So if you're one of those people who's into watching famous people play games and stuff, there it looks go. like they're going to be really pushing it. Uh, his, he's really active and friendly on Twitter as well, which is to be Miro. So at to be Miro. Uh, he does tend to upset some people because um, we live in an excessively zealotry-driven uh, time, shall we say. I uh, will not pick sides. Nope. And Miro grew up poor in a communist country where his family lived under communism and obviously a lot of people push for what they believe communism to be and this can often cause difficult Tension. time yeah. it doesn't look like he's like a you know, right-wing asshole it just looks like he's a man who grew up poor in a yeah you know, in a commie in, country yeah in a commie country but yeah he seems really sound uh, i i am angry that i like him already <laughs> and he likes anime apparently so yeah he he's a massive nerd Sake. Right, I'm, moving on. Yeah, I'm really hoping. I, I'm really hoping that AEW can get. I can't remember what her real name is. I, I'm really offended. I can only remember her um, WWE name, but they get Lana. That's name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, um, Lana, because yeah. the two of them together are absolute, and I would love to see the two of them together as baby faces because they are freaking hilarious. The way they bicker, they are so funny. And they are legitimately funny. Some of the best ride-alongs were him and her in Ride Along. 
I mean, sorry, the best ride along was when they tried to get Pack involved in riding along and he told them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> that was the best ride along. He was very angry that day. Yeah. <laughs> He's always um, very angry. Yeah. So, moving on from social God, media, <laughs> he'll be back. Moving on from social media, um, though, though I had a week off and I ache like fuck, so I hate to think how Pac's going to feel when he finally comes back. Uh, we move on to our Bye. review of the week and we open our review, as always, with BTE or Being the Elite. What did you guys think of this week's B- or last week's BTE? I really yeah, yeah, this that. week's is tonight. Yeah, no, it was really good. I actually took notes. So uh, I'll, I'll let Muir lead through because he normally does. Right. Uh, but I'll actually join in this week. Cool. Uh, we start with the Bucks going to the supermarket to try and find themselves, as always. Yeah. I always feel sorry for Ricochet in this because he's always there and he should be a fucking star, but he's always on those pegs. Why do the um, Bucks buy Then we move on to a bit with Luke. Not a code. Hold on. But have you noticed the Bucks bought a Kenny figure, but yep. not a Cody figure? Just, just, just saying. Carry on. They respect, because they respect <laughs> Kenny. Um, Co- Cody, no mates. Cody, no mates. Um, Luchasaurus oh. had a really bad bomb bag. I noticed during this. Um, I enjoyed the Canadian destroyer joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like, like not a big chuckle, but no, it was quite sensible. funny. Um, I like this hangman section. I felt really bad for him during it. Should it be on dynamite? Yes. Because we've got several of these sections of Brandon trying to talk to the books and such like, and I feel it should be on Dynamite. If you're going to build him to be the next babyface champion of your belt, which he obviously is going to be, you should be having these seeds laid down on the main show, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, moving yeah, on from there, uh, Seven were trying to induct Wardlow, and this was my favourite <laughs> bit of the show. <laughs> this was hilarious. Like, so good. Just blinded by his beauty. And just all these comments, just like Wardlow just standing there looking confused at them. Like a bite of that. I, I, I was starting to wonder whether they hadn't told Wardlow he was actually in the skit. Just <laughs> <laughs> so standing there like, what's going on here? No, I guess. He was fantastic for it. He didn't corpse through it all, which I would have struggled to do. So fair play to him. He's great. I hate to see him walking away, but I love to. <laughs> just watching his ass go away. That was just brilliant. But yeah, I really enjoyed that. Uh, then they stole uh, some merchandise from Cracker Jack, I think it was. And they did the <laughs> run meme. <laughs> run. Uh, yeah, that was good. Um, I mean, the books part are, you know, solid, but they're not the big lols. The Spanglish s- was interesting again. They mixed Spanglish up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that it wasn't too bad this week. Uh, I really loved having Austin Gunn next to the Cutler cam when they were recording. So you just hear this screaming all the time. <laughs> and then we get on to the second Dark Order bit, which is uh, Brody banning Twitch for no apparent reason because he's on Twitter. <laughs> Which I fucking love. As I say, everybody gets one on the show, but you can do as many as you want on BTE for me. I don't yeah. mind that. Yeah. Also, Brody is clearly having a fucking great time. Yeah. Just Why being... the fuck does your phone have glitter? And just shit like that the whole time. Um, you missed uh, the big Swolamu uh, announcement being made by Ricky Starks. Oh, God. Yeah. Sorry. My mistake. Pretty. He is pretty. <laughs> Then we had Anna Jay killing Griff Garrison. Like she's the hardest member of them. It does make me laugh. And 
Oh, that was it. When he showed him the glitter phone and Brody just went, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, why the fuck do you have your phone have glitter? <laughs> just made me laugh. Yeah. They're really good together. Brody deserves more credit for his work in comedy because he's fucking fantastic at being this angry boss that's trying to... This is weird. Properly broke me. Yeah. Deserve this weird. <laughs> it's you. Why is it always you? <laughs> just fucking ruined me. I know we originally had this theory that it was all about trying to make um, John Silver corpse, but I am yeah. starting to wonder whether John Silver, whether the others are actually trying to make Brody corpse. Oh, get him back. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, turning possibly. up with a glittery phone and stuff. <laughs> the, this I'd is weird. It did seem very organic. I think that's yeah, what it it, You might be right. They might be fucking with him to different degrees. Beautiful. Uh, and, and we had the clever emotional ending. Yeah. Yes. Uh, should have been on the show or improvised or something. Um, and I don't know how you break down the camera meta things for the main show without going full Lucha Underground, but they're showing a lot of heart and feeling on there. That can only aid the mainstream story. Like I said, I feel like you're missing a lot of it by uh, having longer matches when you could have a bit more of the storytelling. Because as much as I love wrestling in a wrestling show, it's the least important part of the wrestling show. Put it on. It is. Fucking yeah. dark. Or just re-show those bits on dark. Yeah. Or on the main show. You could yeah. easily lose five minutes from one of the squash matches, you know, just to have a recap at the best bits. And then you can get on away hand, with dark, it as well, I think. Long. Yeah. Yeah, fair. So, so uh, yeah, overall, what do you think? Solid B, I would give yeah, it. Solid B, I had a good time. I didn't like, of, you know, look away too much. There were lots of lols. There were lots of... Yeah, there were. It, it was, was a it really was silly one. <laughs> yeah, and I Which like... Is what we like the most. I like a good silly one. So, moving on, uh, next on the list is Dark... So overall, what did you guys think of Dark and any score for the end of it? It was a shorter Dark this week, uh, thank. It was shorter. It's a shorter one, so I actually put some more effort into my notes. Good. God, as opposed to last time where it was like, good, bad. Good work. Um, first, we had Legacy versus Hobbs, which I was excited for because it actually shows Hobbs is getting matches now, not against just fucking jobbing to people. Got did stats. make it a bit obvious that he was going to win. His stats have shot up all of a sudden. Yeah. So, like, he's suddenly squashing people. That's what um, happens I was when worried... a creator wrestler has won, has finally got through the, the practice bit. Uh... <laughs> You're not think, wrong. I think he could do with a bit more being protected and just being this very squash character, almost, you know, Goldberg at the start of his career, you know, very much protect him because he's you know very green but yeah he did well in this match i was very happy with that yeah no I, i'm really excited to see more of him yeah. uh, i think he might need to have me i might need to work on the having willpower thing so it doesn't become like, like lance archer was shouting everybody died yeah he did have some good yeah, a lot of good persona there i'm excited for hobbs yeah uh cajun donati donati's music is ace and i will say this every time um uh, solid Squashy match. Uh, got to see Cage do some of his more speed moves. But then yep. he did the fucking Weapon X. Oh, fucking nowhere. <laughs> nobody said a thing. No, was, was like, even that... shocked. Yeah. That move looks fucking baller. Like, I believe that 
cage could tie me up around him and slam backwards. I, I like it a lot more than the drill claw, if I'm honest. I don't know why they completely no-sold it on, you know, commentary and everything. It should be an, oh my god, what the fuck was that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, Taz was just like, ah, uh, yeah, he doesn't have to beat you with the drill claw, and I'm sitting there going, that's the weapon, weapon fucking X. X! Yeah, sell mm. that move, please, guys, come on. Even if he doesn't make it his finisher, it would be a great yeah. signature. Yeah, um, he turns a man into a pretzel. Come on, it's fantastic. Maybe yeah. they have to be careful calling it the Weapon X because of yeah, Wolverine. Yeah, there may I be guess. there may be uh, trademarks, uh, trademark issues. I yeah. don't know. Maybe Weapon Ten. <laughs> weapon Ten. Yeah. Fair. Um, all right, okay, we'll roll into Griff versus Angelico, and I'm starting to think I don't like Angelico. But the think... match was solid, and yep. Griff's doing really well, and the spinning jump leg lock thing at the end was cool. But it's a very stop start style of. Yeah, I don't think you like the Mexican submission style. I think no. that's the why, issue here. Why is Angelico the man who used to leap off great tall things and has my all-time favourite leaping off tall high things out of nowhere, suddenly a mat submission wrestler? I, I, On his way to his quarters, mate. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's fair. <laughs> I guess, yeah, you want to change your wrestling style when you get older. But, yeah, it's just a... I don't think it gels well. I think like the um, the British style catch can works a lot better than the Mexican style submission wrestling, and I think it just doesn't flow. I don't think enough I, people know it. I, I like don't think yeah. I don't think yes. Thank you. Yeah, I don't think it flows especially. And but I, I would and the the commentators are making such a big thing about it. If he just got on and was doing a load of submission stuff, and they just threw it in every now and again, and then was like that. But you've got to be careful when he flies. I probably would be a bit happier. And Helico was one of my favourites on Lucha yeah. Underground, so I'm probably a bit biased. Cause... That's fair. As but, I say, my favourite leaping off a tall thing, which somebody once tried to convince me that Shane McMahon's belly flop off the top of uh, <laughs> the uh, lighting rig was more impressive. No. 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 <laughs> really Sorry. <fucking> isn't. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's also maybe because we see Zack Sabre Jr. doing a lot better technical wrestler, I'm going to always put you in a hold move. Zack Sabre Jr. seems to hit you, roll round you, come down in like the start of a submission, finish it off. And Helico seems to grab you, tie you into a knot. Yeah. It just takes a lot longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It, That's why I think the issue... Give him credit. Is... It's finisher submission leg thing it's where he really locked cool. the legs in and span round onto the ground. That was wicked. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it'll clean up, but I'm not feeling Angelico at the moment. Fair. Uh, Jay and Skyler. This is the one with the uh, least notes I had because my iguana was breaking out of her. her of course, she <laughs> was. <laughs> um, it seems solid from what I saw. One of you two is going to have to go into it, and Morg is our women's expert. Um, yeah, it was an okay match. Uh, Anna's facial expressions uh, are getting really good. She's coming across as really evil. Um, not easy for someone who is that pretty to do. As and I don't mean that to sound sexist. I'm, no, I'm, no, no. Yeah, you get but what you mean, mate. She yeah. is a very pretty, and she's coming across as actually proper dark order sort of. I like that how evil. frustrated she feels. Like, why the yeah. fuck am I having to fight this loser? Um, yeah. A year she's been doing this. Yeah. She is a prodigy. Um, 
I can't wait for a Baden to turn face and a Baden versus Anna Jay. I think <laughs> that is the money match done you properly. Want to give them a year though, at least give them some more time to get better. But yeah, um, yeah. But I well, I, I don't know whether Anna Jay needs much more time to get better. A Baden maybe, but I just think the facial expression. I, I think it'll all be down. Da- I don't think it'll matter. It'll all be down to just the facial self from just Anna psychology. Jay. Yeah, yeah. It'll be psychology if done properly. That could be really good, and I bet we'd all pop for it. I hundred percent agree. I'd just like to see them build it up and give it time because I think. Just because you don't have many women's like storylines at the moment doesn't mean you should rush the ones you could build. So just build it slowly. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But we need Abaddon needs to get some more wins on the quiet 100%. at the minute. Yeah. She needs quietly quietly creeping up that list. I yeah. don't want her facing Sheeda again. And your women's face side is actually terrible at the minute. You've got, just, you've got Sheeda. You've got Sheeda and Swall. You've got Sheeda and Swall. That's it. I think Swall's that good. No offence to her. I think, you know, she does and well. They've not really she... got many active women's heels at no. the moment either, really. And that's leave fair. And that's Jay also fair. Been popped up and Nyla. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're, we're being hopeful for the women's and yes, not complaining 100%, about it. Because they yeah. seem on the up. And that match was solid. Yep. Yeah, that so, was, it was a good match. Roll into Eddie versus Lee, which I was quite excited for. Obviously, yep. I put down Eddie, first name basis, me and him. <laughs> uh, obviously, once again, really obvious match, but I I think it got explained to me who Eddie is and how he fights in the ring. We had brawly stuff. We had some cocky stuff. Yep. T-bone suplex I've never seen before. That was cool as shit. Well, I probably yes. have. I just noticed this. Uh, Lee's Blue Thunder Bomb is wicked. I hope he keeps that. Uh, other than the fact, you know, it was an obvious squash, you knew he was going to win. My only criticism would probably be the fact that Kingston's kept his uh, old finisher of, what's it called? It's like Lucky Red or Roll the Dice or something. It's spinning back fist, which yeah. is fine, but Jericho uses a spinning back elbow. Swole uses a forward spinning elbow. Orange Cassie uses punch. a jumping elbow. Yeah. Is it going the way of the uh, tombstone pile driver? Everybody's it's got a punch. Elbow. Yeah, an elbow strike. Yeah. If anyone's got anything else to add to this one, I, I thought it was a. It didn't make Kingston look very strong, but I guess Kingston isn't meant to be very strong. He's just meant to be manipulating at the moment. I don't know. I think he just likes having matches like Ricky Starks and stuff. Yeah, 100% honest. he does. Yeah. Yeah, I, that came across to me that he's manipulative. I think yeah. that. Yeah. So he's, it's good. He's got his character across. I'm, I'm excited for more of yeah. him. Um, awesome. Then we had Kiss and oh, go on. No, no, carry on. Then we had Kiss and Serpentico, which was yeah. just a solid athletic display. If I'm yeah. honest, um, I've been critical of uh, Sunny in past in the past, and I think this was just a fine back and forth. I didn't catch anything being really awkward or slow. Serpentico's fucking blown up the ratings and does loads of cool shit stuff for me now uh was not the sunny stomp i was expecting it to be and they actually like put on a good show together i, I really enjoyed it felt like a but, proper dark match you know it felt exactly. like it was on to be a show not you know just to be oh here's somebody getting some more points Woo, look at them they're now higher in the rankings you know it yeah, felt I- like an actual show 
I, I don't think either one of them came off looking particularly bad in this match. They both came off looking athletic and we got to see yep. lots of nice over the top. I'm, I will say high spots, but it was the, the kind of flippy shit that they can both do. And I do like flippy shit. Oh, it's yeah, just fucking wicked when it looks organic, when it yep. when it gets that pause stop and they're not smooth together. Yeah. But because Sepik and Taku slash John Cruz is also sort of a semi-comedy wrestler, if he does like fall or anything, he really sells it and what he's doing. I'm a, I'm becoming a fan. He is really good. Like, we used yeah. to mock him saying he was the weakest of the luchadors, but I really enjoy him now. I think he's really good and he's really grown on me. Uh, and finally, Starks versus Ben Carter. And I'm sure I've seen Ben Carter before. Probably. Some other show or something. Uh, otherwise, it was solid. Carter's got some really cool flippy shit. Starks is obviously mid-flippy, mid-technical. Uh, there was a stalling slam when uh, Carter did like some rolly thing and uh, Starks lifted him up. And he must have been like full arm extension on Starks yeah. and he stalled there for like a couple of seconds before I was like fuck obviously no slouch no once again obvious finish but just really good enjoyable match it, I'm, I'm getting that way with just every Starks match now though he gives everybody a go yep. the Rochambeau is really protected and looks badass um, that's and it all in all oh go on then you have Taz making him sound like a million bucks on commentary as well, making him up on exactly. everything. So it's just perfect. I think this dark was a C, but yes. I think if we didn't know what some of the endings were and we weren't a bit wrestling fatigued, it would have been a B. Is my feelings on it. You're right there. I think like... <laughs> It's just the problem is we know all these characters and we know their stats and they're not doing anything to break the paradigm of main character A will beat Jobber B, you know? We have they have not said a, a bad thing about any of these matches, no, realistically. But, no, you're completely right, but they're not... I yeah, wouldn't well, say they're not... Page is going to win. So yeah. you just, you're watching the entertainment until... It's like reading a really good book if you know the ending. Yeah, you know exactly. Uh, it's just a little bit tarnished from that, and that's why it's not a B for me. It's a C, because it's just, you know... And it's do you hard feel to... more? Just um, going over so I'm I fine. I watched um, Dark um, after Dynamite. So... Um, it, normally I watch it before so I get a better view, but because of watching it after Dynamite, I don't think I was quite as high on it as I probably could have been. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think had we not known the obvious outcomes of the matches, we'd have been... This would have been like one of the early darks when we were really happy about it with some good, with some just good, solid matches. It, it, it's showing that we're going in a step in the right direction, though. We had two people who are main stars against each other. We've shown some other people competing and such. Like, I'm thinking we might be getting back onto the right track now as they've accepted that the Rona just isn't leaving. Just got to just can't plan around it anymore, boys. It's here. So, um, a C for Dark this week. Moving yeah. on, we move on now to Dynamite. So Dynamite opens with an MJF and Jericho video segment. Um, our standard ruling is normally that we just go, it's MJF or it's Jericho. What do you think of them together? 
it's just kind of funny. It's showing them as both uh, both being the two faced fucking dick characters they are. Uh, just a bit of fun at the start. I enjoyed it. Made me laugh. Yeah, it was solid. Yeah. You know. I... <laughs> so Jr. Shivoni and Excalibur on commentary. We open up with the Lucha Brothers with Eddie Kingston and the Butcher and Blade versus Jurassic Express. Uh, with Marco. Uh, Jurassic Express win after Pentagon accidentally gives Phoenix a Mexican destroyer. Um, what do you think of the match before we get to the next bit? And what score did you give the match? Uh, this was another match just to show that Phoenix is just getting more and more ludicrous, if I'm honest. Uh, it wasn't the uh, the smoothest of matches. There were quite a couple of little botches, but you could tell people were having fun. Pentra had a lot of fun was a drop kick to Jungle Boy's face that made me shout, oof. Um, Dean, uh, Luchasaurus, uh, did a slam thing on um, Phoenix that looked like it broke his neck for a bit, but I was like, thank God the camera saved this. It was a... a the, the How high did... It's just Phoenix showcase, basically. Did you see his diving headbutt where he went like nine feet in the air off Don't the Don't do turtle? diving headbutts, kids. Well, obviously don't do them, but it was fucking badass. He went really high. Phoenix is going to kill himself one day. Yep. Um, then the finish. Uh, it started clumsy. Um, um, I want to say some things. Uh, I hate how Penta and Dinosaur's stats have been reversed since Lucha Underground. I fucking hate it. And just book Pentagon stronger. He's a fantastic tweener. Just book him as a fantastic singles tweener, for God's sakes. But it makes Lucha Underground. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was a solid match, though. I think I gave it a B because I just really enjoyed the spectacle of it. But, you know, uh, I just. I'm with you. I, I gave it a high C. I yeah. don't think I could make it a B because it featured a man accidentally Canadian destroyer. You've got brother. a good point there. <laughs> How? When... I can take knees, I can take kicks, I can take clothes lambs, people ducking. Strange. People... Haven't you ever just been walking along next to your mate and just accidentally Canadian destroyed him? Though? It, don't you forget, know? it's it's a basic, basic wrestling move. It's one of the first <laughs> things they teach you at wrestling. So, you know, anybody can do it, mate. So why haven't you just done it to someone? Yeah, I, I think the forcing, and, and I like Eddie Kingston, and I like Eddie Kingston with the indie boys, and obviously yeah. we're going to roll into the post thing with Eddie after this, but I think forcing these these two people to have issues with each other, just so Eddie can make them friends again, it just seems a bit ham-fisted, especially when you have a man accidentally Canadian destroyer another man. If Pete Williams was dead, he'd be rolling his fucking grave. He's apologised for the Canadian Destroyer on Twitter before. As he should have. <laughs> Org, you're going to have to... Is it a C or a B? What did What did you think? See, I gave it C slash B. You see, oh, you son of a bitch. I'm giving it a C. A man Canadian destroyed somebody well, back. If I, if I give it... The- that's not part of the fucking match. That's the shitty story they're telling around it. You vote on the match. in the match. It's not that part happened. of the match. It is if you do a Canadian Destroyer on somebody before the match and that leads to the pin, it's part of the match. If it is the pinning finishing move, it's in the match. Looks <laughs> like Eddie came this. down to go, yo, what up, eat sandwiches, and then he slipped and Canadian Destroyer. 
I'd agree with you. Mate, but imagine he if he to... slipped on a banana peel and fucking Canadian destroyed him from that. Now that would have been gold. <laughs> um, why that does... made the... Go on. Why Go does on, Eddie man. Kingston sound like he's like a drunk person at 2am? You're my best friend! You're my best friend! He is the worst couple's counsellor. Yeah. He's, he's awful at it. Where <laughs> right. is Blade's wife? So, <laughs> so, yes, after this, Eddie Kingston in-ring promo with the guys as they argue, trying to get Penta and Fenix to shake hands. Uh, what did you think of the promo? I just wanted them to break up because I know how great they are as singles competitors, but, you know, it was all right promo, though. It's fine. It just it, the story's so just forced. so fucking forced. It, <laughs> Why did Eddie ask Blade about his wife? His wife's <laughs> in the tag team with Brandy Rhodes. Where's your wife gone? He's not doing anything spooky with another faction, is she? Shut up, Eddie. Shut up. She's a plant. You know. Uh... I just want Penta just to fucking annihilate Phoenix and just walk off, and then you know start breaking arms. I've written a note that makes no sense to me. I've written he's right about the royal, though, and I have no idea what that means. Not a clue. Or it what? might not be royal. Royce? Royce? Man. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Eddie Kingston. I've got notes on the promo and I just can't fucking read them, but I'm so angry about another man Canadian destroying another <laughs> it man. It was by fucking accident. bollocks, mate. Um, so is Ali in, like, in character married to the Blade, or is that like... I've, I didn't you know that. Know. Eddie asked where his wife was. The so, entire section's getting a C. It's a big C section, and I own the pen, so you two can't find me. <laughs> you own the one <laughs> pen we have. Is that um, what you're saying now? The worst thing is, I'm actually using a pencil, and I realized I was wrong as I put it down. <laughs> I've got three pens in front of me, you basic bitch. Moving on. Move on, Morg. Take control. <laughs> so after that, it's the Jake Robertson Lance Archer promo. Uh, again, what did you think? Any score for this one, or is it just the standard sort of affair? Um, I actually, got, I've got some opinions on this. I'll let Morg go. For, uh, Morg, your Morg. I'll let Muir go first. Though I like that Lance is coming out of his shell a bit and actually like trying to do a bit of proming. You know, he's not just going everybody dies. He ends things with it, but I'm happy with him just editing things with it. But yeah, it's a lot better from him. What do you? Yeah, think? I'm basically, I'm basically with Muir. Um, there were some. Mike Echo production issues in this when promos began. I don't know if you guys had that just like really echoey sound from the start, and that pissed me off a bit. I'm and guessing Jake it Stewart, was the set, the set they were on was, you know, very echoey. I know, but you leave a pause to your sounds rebalance before you begin the promo. Because if the first bit of the promo, like somebody at a swimming pool announcing the waves <laughs> and now it's going to lose that impact from the start. 100%, mate. I agree with you. Um, Either way, it's nice that Jake's teaching Lance. He, he wasn't yep. great at it, but he's coming round. Yeah, it's, it's like a low C grade. He's he's earning his place, and I've got hope for him. He's got a great look, and if he can not just be... just screaming, everybody dies, though, ain't it? Exactly, exactly that. Yeah. I've got high hopes. You got anything on it, Morg? Uh, no, I thought it was all right. One Did question, it. though. <laughs> Was he painted underneath with everybody dies? God, was he painted? <laughs> yeah, this is the thing we, we have to ask each week. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> moving swiftly on, uh, we then had a Matt Hardy in-ring promo. And I've just looked ahead of my notes and realised I've actually missed something. Um, we had a Matt Hardy in-ring promo. Uh, basically, um, 
talking about what had happened with his match at All Out. What did you guys think of it, and did you give it a score? I didn't give I... it a score. Oh, sorry. You carry on. Sorry. Uh, the first thing that noticed I noted was that the very in, in the background, the same cheer track was running for the entirety of it. There were just people going, yeah, yeah, just over and over in the background. And that pissed me off. So that wasn't sure it wasn't part. just some like semi-infused fan just going over and over again? It's Austin we, Gunn. <laughs> he managed to follow that same distant pattern of cheering for like the 15 minutes or however long this fucking promo went on for. Yes, babe. Um, in the same pattern. And fair play, he's a very musical man. I, I, I didn't get this. If I was to rank it, I'd probably give it a D. It didn't contribute to the story. Matt Hardy just came out and went, I am very lucky to be Matt Hardy and be a wrestler. That is my wife. I like wrestling. I, I'm not going anywhere. Things have not gone. He just walked out, explained that he's a wrestler, bored the shit out of me and left. I think it was nice that he tried to like, I, I don't know, because it's like, I can see where he was going for it. He was basically going, I'm sorry I fucked up during that match, you know. That's basically the premise of it, you know. If, if they released another season of Game of Thrones and um, some of the characters walked out onto the screen and spent 15 minutes explaining how why the end of the last season was bad. I get you, mate. I get you. But, like, this is a BTE segment, in my opinion. This is what this should have been. Him going, I'm sorry on that, or some joke about that. <laughs> he does it on Twitter. He talks about things all the time. He yeah. records videos on Twitter. He's got a YouTube channel. It's not a place yeah. for my two hours primetime television. Exactly. When we could have had some of these Dark Order promos or some of the other good bits from Dark, like the Hangman uh, BTE. Imagine bit. if a woman had a promo. Oh. <laughs> Is that even allowed in modern No, we're not allowed those. Okay, good. I just wanted o to only, check. Bro. Only Britt Baker. Um, okay. So the Raptor, uh, take the Raptor's take on this one. She thought this was quite a good cover for what they were doing, but it was very strained because he was trying to apologise out of character, but in character. And yeah, that exactly. was kind of the problem of rather than coming out and going, I made a dumb call and shouldn't have let them let me, shouldn't have tried to force them to let me wrestle. Um, he should it, it should have been almost a character break this one yeah. this was this this should have been um i can't say a pipe bomb promo uh because it wouldn't be but it, it, this should have been almost a character break this almost almost should have been a retirement speech style where he should have come out and sort of gone look you all know me as matt hardy the character the wrestler the broken matt i as strange said why do we need this on our show yeah, yeah, well, because AEW wanted him to go out and apologise for it because they were getting flack for letting the match continue. <sighs> Possibly. That's 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 my Don't suggestion. Let Twitter arrange your, tape your show. Television show. Yeah, tape your television show. And then if you want to do stuff like that, sort it out on YouTube with your being the elites or your darks. Keep your television show as a TV show, not as an apology show. Yeah, that's that's how it came across to me. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Um, Angelico with Jack Evans versus Orange Cassidy. And I didn't write down who won because the match was that short. I don't think I had time to write it down. I'm guessing it was Orange Cassidy with the Superman punch. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the match? What score did you give the match before we get to what happened afterwards? 
I've literally got written two lines, which are like they're two different scale people because Angelico is just a blown up Orange Cassidy in size and looks. And yeah, fine. I gave it a C. I don't, I don't, I literally got that. nothing. Hmm? It was just a squash. Well, it wasn't even a squash. You know? Oh, well, whatever. Yeah, what I did got... you give it. <laughs> I gave it C very short. I gave it a D. It's like, why did we need this? You know, we could have had this longer if we didn't have a Matt Hardy section that went on through the eons of time before it. <laughs> they still say that Matt Hardy promo is going today. Yes, mate. <laughs> Alongside Randy <laughs> and no, Edge. Me, me to it. <laughs> did they come through the back of it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> after that, we had a proud and powerful run-in. Uh, best friends come out for the save. Uh setting up more stuff towards this best friends versus pride and powerful payoff match are we gonna get yes maybe a cage or something like that what what the match they're gonna have yeah they said it's gonna be oh you remember yeah remember just before now i like the best friends and they make me laugh and i'm amused i'm pleased the feud isn't instantly over which is what normally happened and i'm glad chucky t got some time on the mic in the ring in front of people but just before lockdown, they made the exact same promo at the Lucha Brothers when that was meant to be their feud. They did the, yeah, just meet us outside in the parking lot next week. They did exactly the same thing. And it's just sort of resonated through the Rona onto Proud and the Powerful. It's amazing how that works. Just, I mean, maybe they're going to be the street fight people. I'd be down with that. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you two picked up on the fact it was exactly the same thing. To be honest, I'd forgotten that they had the feud with the Lucha Bros beforehand. Because it got cut off at the knees, not because it wasn't something that I was looking forward to. Um, My only slight problem with it is, dumb as shit, why would you call Proud and Powerful the street thugs out to a street fight? You're from Chikara and DDT. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) I'm a proper street fight. I was once in a match where Ibushi fired a rifle at me. Yeah, fair. They do have the stats for a street fight. <laughs> That's fair. I have been DDT. I have been Tombstone piledrived uh, down a water flume and into a lake. At least they get hit by a go kart. That's my absolute fucking favourite thing I've seen in DDT: clotheslining a man from a speeding go kart. Uh. But yeah, otherwise, I'm, I'm. it was neutral. Yeah, I think people will start getting annoyed at best friends versus Proud and the Powerful matches. As we've had quite a few and plus a couple of them in like, you know, mixed tags against each other and stuff. Well, I think this is the payoff. I think this is the rubber match officially because you had the win from best friends, the win from Proud and Powerful where they didn't have to apologize to Sue. And I think this is the, the payoff rubber match officially need to be on every show they do they as much as i like the best friends i think that's probably our feelings on it is it is it yeah. is it next week well slash this week that the uh this yeah. match is yeah i think it's this cool. week i'm not as big a best friends fan as you guys and i'm not mm. tired of it so as okay. the, the casual best friends fan i'm not tired of it <laughs> i'm quite looking forward to the uh, the pay the final payoff where the baby faces get triumphant over the couple of street thugs so if, if that if that helps you two um massive best friends fanboys feel a bit better about <laughs> it 
It does. Uh, and as I said, I hope they go full Japan and we have some fucking wackiness because the boys are great at it. We yeah, should move on. Uh, so following on to that, we had a Young Bucks segment. Now, what did you think of this? And again, did you decide to give it a rank at all? Um, I, don't, I don't have a rank, but I'm just going to tell Nick what I've written as my comment. And we'll see okay. what he's... What, uh, uh, hopefully it's up to you to interpret this. My entire comment, in a comment, my entire review of this section just says, Keck. It's just, yeah. It's just like... <laughs> just, Heck. What happened? I've forgotten. It's been a week. Um, they super kicked Marvez, didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The obvious heel turn, Malarkey. Yeah. <sighs> They're going in for themselves. They stop helping everybody else in the elite and all this bollocks, whatever. And then the grandma sings a song, and Maui comes back to help and make it to the island. Sounds about right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just so where we are in the story. Well, it could, yeah. it it could be the Rock who does it. Hey, if the Rock showed up, a fucking I used to I used to enter the kitchen at work, and the kitchen I've worked the longest to to the Rock's intro music. <laughs> so <laughs> there has been a rumor that apparently the, the Rock has a show or something that is intertied with TNT or something similar, and there is a possibility. That <laughs> Vince, Vince would explode. But, but I, I hate to tell you this, Vince, but the rock's bigger than you. Yeah, Vince is. doesn't care. <laughs> It'd be rock, worth it just to watch Vince. You're owned by the Vince. Rock tur- the rock turning up on AEW could give Vince McMahon the aneurysm we need. I mean, it could. <laughs> what to say, wrestling? <laughs> you know, I'm just saying the Rock won't wrestle, but he might turn up for a for um, a promo, yeah, for a promo, and that would break the internet. Um, so, moving on to just a, a small part of the night, uh, Kip Sabian comes uh, out to are. cut an entering promo to introduce his best man. Um, he brings out. Uh, first, out comes his latest uh, Twitch follower, really plugging oh. that switch. Then out comes uh, Pillman. Pillman. And then he introduces his actual best man, and it's Miro. I know you two had had this ruined for you on YouTube. I didn't recognize his blonde hair, but I got to witness the raptor mark out for this because she spotted who it was and actually read the thing that said mirror in big letters that i <laughs> i think i was looking over at her to watch her reaction to go do you know who this blonde guy is and she's like it's miro and i'm like and my brain went it Miro. oh fucking hell yeah. <laughs> at which point i got to mark out thank you very much mr muir for taking the hit for us on the YouTube spoiler and warning us beforehand because we were about to turn YouTube on and the Raptor said, hang on, there's spoilers on there. Are you sure you want to do that? And I went, shall we watch Dynamite instead of watching the thing we were going to watch on YouTube? What did you guys think about this? And do you, Mark, uh, give it a rank for the segment? Shall I go in as most cynical, least knowing of the Yeah, go on, mate. All right, so I thought the start was a bit of cheap theatre humour, but I get it. You know, not the best man, blah, blah, blah. Uh, bit shit, but, you know, wrestling. Wrestling, uh, mate. Um, and, then, and then Miro came out, and I was like, 
Oh, uh, I don't really know. Then it sort of clicked a bit later. <laughs> Uh, I didn't get a pop because I don't really know him. I'm sorry about that. It's not out of any particular oh, no, dislike for the man. I just don't know him. They did say a lot about Twitch, and I'm not sure if that sort of diminished his entrance for me. And, of course, he got his WWE pop, which is fine. Everybody gets one. I don't know if the brass ring has any or gold ring has any exceptional relevance. Oh, the brass so. ring is the brass ring is a huge thing. It's Vince yeah. McMahon's grabbing the brass ring. Um it's what wrestlers are meant to do. They're meant to grab the brass ring, but every time anybody does grab that brass ring, he'll just bury the fuck out of you. Roman Reigns. That's yeah. Roman Reigns' ring. Yeah, yeah, get off it. Pretty much. <laughs> yes, pretty mate. much. Um, the punk mentioned it in the pipe bomb promo that he'd grabbed so many of Vince McMahon's imaginary brass rings. Um, the other obvious one is Matt, Matt Cardona. Yep. The guy who got himself so over it was unreal. And the same, Rusev is another one who well, got himself. Rusev Day was massive. Rusev Day was huge. And then they put him in a cuckold storyline with his actual real wife. Yeah, because why not? Um, and, my... uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a C. For me, it was fine. I, it didn't really pop me exceptionally, but I didn't hate it. You know, it was a fine introduction to a new wrestler. Go on, Muir. Uh, you've ruined my notes now because I was like really excited that he was coming out in PJs and be like looking like a slob. I kind of liked it. I thought, wow, it's finally appealing to the gamer in me, you know, sitting in your PJs playing video games. But now I found out that they're millions of pounds worth of clothing. It's ruined. <laughs> uh, and my comments is, oh no, not the brass ring because they always have to go on about it. And I'm just a bit, you know, tired of the ooh, AEW, um, WWE evil, you know. But yeah, I'm excited to see Miro. You know, I can see him turning very quickly on uh, Mr. Kip, unfortunately for him. But yeah, I think he's going to be good. And it would be nice to see him as a face, I feel. I'm actually wondering... So if you're pushing your Twitch channel and you want people to come and watch it, is being a heel the best thing you can do? Or are we looking at a Kip and Kip is so charismatic and he's so pretty and Penelope is so pretty and so charismatic. Are we looking at bringing Miro in and it's just going to be a full way quick turn? All of them turn face. They'll just they'll just be a face tag team. We'll have maybe a couple of heel ones runs at the beginning and then you'll just turn them as the baby face gamer crew. AEW's answer to um, the New Day. Beat them being face, yeah, but we'll see what happens. Would you hate a Kip face turn if he was just a dickhead face? Straight. I love dickhead faces. We, we love dickhead it. faces here. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's our mo. Gave <laughs> Austin gonna be for it earlier just for being a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you've also you've also got the other flip side of it is you've just turned the Bucks heel. Yeah, fair. But there's an opening for yeah, a baby face. We rank in this then, Um, so Not for wrong. me, it was uh, the pop was there for me. It's somebody I've been waiting to come for AEW, hoping would come to AEW. They haven't put him into the higher standard. They've put him with Kip, but we saw that Kip can do that next step up. Yeah. Was that a car going past? It was a uh, jam jar full of bees, uh, which is weird because everything has been silent up until this point. (laughs) Sorry, boys. It's all right. Um, Yeah, for me, it was a C because, you know, I knew he was coming. 
it ruined it for me. And it was just like, yeah, I'm glad to see Miro happy. He looked very happy, which I like to see in my wrestlers. Was it a B or an A for you, Morg? Um, I think it was a B because there was too much faffarsing around at the beginning. Yeah. And I, I am willing to round it up to a whole B. Rule of threes? Uh, the rule of three. So you bring out the wrong person, you bring out the wrong person, you bring out the right person. Uh, the rule of three in comedy. Felt too panto for me. Um, so, yeah. I am willing to knock it up to a B because you understood the pop better than I did. And I liked the brass ring pop. I thought that was one of the better digs at um, WWE oh, so yeah, far, yeah, actually. Because it's a very classic well, one. Over, I've already had I've had an old man uh, not um, underestimate me before is the best one, and I will fight people. <laughs> <laughs> that one was that one was particularly good, but I like the brass ring one because it's so it's such an iconic thing to actually. Um, we're getting a lot of it at the minute. Max Cardona's one was really good as well. To be fair, so but yeah, tone down now, guys. You, that you've you've got them. Just fucking push them as something that isn't failed WWE mid-carders. Yeah, make them into yeah. their own characters. Don't make them yeah. into WWE rejects. And yeah. we'll we'll get on to Matt Card- Cardona um, later because I've I've actually been thinking about that at work today. So moving Fact. on from that, Sonny Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela versus Jericho and Hager in a no DQ match. Hager wins with the Urinagi, or as I wrote down, the rock bottom with a line through it because I couldn't remember what its real name was. What did you think of the match? What score did you give it? <laughs> I forgot my job is to remember the name of complicated moves my top comment on this because i really didn't enjoy this match was i'm glad to see jake hager is now the human brick wall instead of rock hard jake hager you leave big stiffy jake hager alone he was wearing boxes again he was um, <laughs> i actually thought it was uh it was solid like it didn't blow my mind or anything i mean i enjoyed it it just didn't do anything massive for me it was once again AEW has done this thing and i am the man who likes hardcore wrestling and i am the man who likes no dq matches and a bit of blood in my matches and stuff why do they keep having no dq matches if you're just not going to do anything no dq till the end i don't ask me mate (laughs) just have regular matches they probably do better it's neither of their forte just let them have a match you know uh, but otherwise, it was fine. I I, surpri- I enjoyed it surprisingly, and I gave it a C. I was giving it a C, but I just didn't like. It did literally nothing for me. Like I watched it, it was okay, but you know, Morgan C. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Everybody, your name's not even Morgan. That's your surname. Carry <laughs> <laughs> on. It's where the more comes from. Uh, yeah, yeah, see, this was followed by a Jericho in ring promo. What did you think of that? Jericho in it. Um, Jericho does Jericho things. Solid. I was, you know, content. Building up Jericho. his heel party. You know, his new heel tag team. Yeah, it's good. good now I'm in a tag team with, with Iron Dick Jake Hager. <laughs> Fuck's sake. His feud with Joey Janela and Sonny because the best friends will beat private parties, so they need to shuffle uh, the inner circle onto feuds with other people who aren't as over. No, it's, all, I... set, it's all setting up for his feuds with the brand new babyface gamer team. Nah, fair. Ah, yeah, no, actually, that's a good move. Jericho gets everybody over. Yeah, he does. 
Jericho versus Miro, Jericho versus Kip, Hager yep. versus Miro would be really good. Nah, nah, I'd rather see Wardlow. Wardlow versus Miro. Wardlow's face turn is going to be wonderful. Yeah, but you've also got Wardlow's. So that was <laughs> yeah. a very good segue there. We move Thank on to you. an MJF promo. Uh, again, with our standard fair here is it was an MJF promo. Was it anything special? Did you think? I gave it a B. I think this one actually had a bit more story. It showed yeah. that threat again. We got to hear Wardlow's incredibly deep voice. voice. And apparently MJF owns his family. That's so... <laughs> This is my note. It's like, how is Wardlow going to turn face if MJF literally owns his family? Owns his family? <laughs> Shit, sir. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I think this is a good lead into the plot line that we... You know, uh, needed to make mjf has established himself as a heel he's got time to lose some matches and come back yep. it's mjf uh with this inevitable future rivalry with jungle boy and now he's got the perfect opportunity to build somebody else uh, so i'm excited the greatest stipulation match ever where wardlow has to free his family from servitude of mjf in a match as long as it's a ladder match <laughs> <laughs> Morgan, do you enjoy Cust- c- Custody of... Of the Wardlow family. <laughs> yes, mate. Wardlow family on a pole match. More on that later. Yeah, um, later. I thought it was good. Um, hopefully, this is a slow burn Wardlow face turn. Yeah, yeah exactly that. Um, but it needs to be a slow burn. It, I think you might be jumping a gun a little bit. It can't be fast. MJF owns his family. When <laughs> you got that. So the, I think the best um, past analogy to this is the Batista turn. And yeah. that was one of the best big guy, okay. badass face turns ever that I can think of. And okay. you want to be mirroring that a little bit. Um, well, he has to earn his family out of serfdom, so you know, oh, by the time yeah. they're free, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, so, following on from MJF owning Wardlow's family, we had a Mox promo. <laughs> um, again, our standard rule with Mox promos is yeah, it's a Mox promo, it was good. Uh, what did you guys think of this? Did this one get a rank? Um, I've actually just written not his coolest, yeah, that's, uh, that's my review of it. Uh, I think, uh I think it slipped a little bit on the old mock scale. Wasn't the best. I just put mocks, mocks. That's all mox, my comments. But to be fair, if you yeah. put mocks, mocks, that generally does mean it's just a standard, a, a standard yeah. mocks. Yeah, it, it was a mocks promo. I've got it written down as mocks promo. I, I'm obviously our our mocks, more of our mocks fan. Uh, yeah, here. Um, it was okay. It was good setup, ready for moving on to Lance Archer I'm I'm a little concerned with this one because I don't think Lance was the right person for him to go against I think uh, you could I think you could have given this to Eddie Kingston and I think Eddie Kingston yeah, would have been fine and he could have eaten a pin for Mox and you could have had, had and you could have had a real hard yes yeah actual hardcore match yeah and I think Kingston was the right guy. I think he had the right gimmick. I think it'd be a, you after you've done that whole thing of um, with MJF, you could have had Eddie Kingston going, "Well, well, yeah, I'm walking into your world. I've been in there before." 
Well, you never know, because Kingston still hasn't been eliminated, so maybe he'll get a match from it. I mean, you're not wrong. They did yeah. acknowledge that, which greatly pleased me. Yeah, okay. He, like, he was not kicked out, and I was like, oh, my God, they're right. He climbed the rope himself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I think you're both right. I think that would be a better move, and I think I would appreciate that more as well. I like Lance. He's had good matches with Mox in the past. They had a feud over the Intercontinental in MJP. It was the oh, okay. American belt. Yeah, which is probably why they're doing it. They, yeah. they know it's an adequate set of matches. It's I a good match, much. yeah. Gonna win, you know? yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, okay. So, yeah, giving Mox somebody you know he's already got chemistry with if they've yes, had good does. matches before. Yeah. They've got chemistry. That that could be interesting. It Though they managed it with Brody Lee. Yep. To be fair, so yeah. this could Mox and um, they could possibly get away with it, setting up for the future Mox to lose to Kenny. Um, full circle story. Um, yeah, so maybe, maybe um, now you've told me that and thinking back with the Brody Lee match, I might be a little bit less sour on Lance losing to Mox because if you can do it the way you did with Brody Lee, where Lance still comes out looking like a badass, I'm just yeah, worried that. Exactly. But- that's the second big loss Lance has had, and it's just a bit, you know, I don't know. Heels, Nick, they don't matter. I know, I know. I just not accept this. I, yeah. I, I, I do wonder whether Lance is actually one of the ones where it just doesn't matter. To be honest, where it actually won't matter because he'll still just be a fucking monster that everybody dies. Do you know what I mean? Whether his gimmick is strong enough to get through. Or is he just entropy the in the end? only issue with this is it's the Dragon Ball Z problem. Yeah. Um, if you continuously introduce characters that can't beat your main character, when you do beat uh, bring in somebody who can, he has to annihilate every other person you've had before. Whoever beats yep. Mock has to be able to beat Lance Archer and beat Cage. Yep. Is it, so, but is it A-game Kenny? I'm gonna have is, to it see be- they- is it best bout machine, Kenny? I assume so. Um, but is that also an acceptable person? Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Best bout machine, Kenny. Well, he's strong enough to defeat Mox in, you know, storyline. You know, he's held the top belt in NJPW while Mox only had the American. So, yeah. Yeah, but then once again, I've just been given the most obvious storyline ever. What? We've just gone back to the first storyline, which is fine. We're going through it. And if we have, if he turns into Cleaner Kenny and goes on this rampage, then he's obviously going to be the only person who could beat Mox. I don't, I don't know. I just feel like we're going down a very linear set of routes where I go, this person's going to lose, this person's going to lose, this person's going to lose. Then it's going to be Kenny... Hangman. Yeah. Then it's going to be Hangman that takes it off here. Yeah. yeah. That's my only, my only so, issue is yeah. we're, we're not embiggening any heels. We're turning faces to beat them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just as just as a counterpoint, and just because while we're in this discussion, um, do you think so? One of the things that I've criticised WWE for in the past is that moment where the fans have called what's going to happen because the story has made sense for that to happen, and Vince has lost his shit and gone, "Oh, well, we can't have that. They've worked it out," and taken away the actual proper sensible progressive storyline is this actually the sensible progressive storyline that it's the build-up to kenny becoming 
Yes, but only because they've stomped every other heel they've been over. Okay, got no so it's option. not been the same. It, it could have been Cage. It, when Cage walked in, came out from under all of that stuff, got that thing, I was like, maybe Cage yeah. can win. Brody Lee but, as well. Um, yeah, Brody Lee with the initial one. Yeah. Um, so arguably, yes, but on the other hand, only in the same way that any other option they've taken away. So now it has to be Kenny. If they hadn't have broken them up and Kenny and Hangman had just been good at tag teaming, arguably taking away the best story in yep. the uh, storyline, don't get me wrong. Uh, there's nothing to say that Cage couldn't have beaten Mox and Kenny could have take, come and taken it off Cage after he'd been just a fucking wall juggernaut. You know, same with Brody, same with any other one. Yeah, that's my only issue. I, I'm I'm sure it will be great. I'm sure the storytelling and acting between Kenny and Hangman will be phenomenal. Yeah, just feel I've been a bit led down. Like a, uh... I can see the next year of storytelling here. Exactly. That's but they have turned things on their heads before. We've yep. been wrong. Hundred percent. And let's be fair to them as well. We have been wrong more times than we've been right so far. I'd rather they told us good story that I could see coming than they told a shit story they changed because people saw it coming, though. Definitely. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's see where it goes. Yeah. So let's move on to the FTR in-ring promo slash celebration. What did you think of this? And did you deem it a score? I thought this was a little uh, rubbish. <laughs> uh, Tully's still got game, though. Yep. Yo. Yeah, he does, uh, mate. The typical poison compliment section. Um yeah. Anything that got me is when they were like, we are now your locker room leaders and stuff and all. And like, you are not going to get a title shot and things. I was like, you don't get to make these decisions. These no. aren't decisions that wrestlers make. And this really isn't a decision you make because it's all to do with the rankings. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I did laugh at nobody with a stupid gimmicks getting a title shot or whatever it is. That did make me chuckle. That's good. But, you know, it just wasn't that good in my opinion. I thought... yeah, I've written down that it was weird, and I hate Marco. That's also on there. Uh, <laughs> of course, it's on there. <laughs> I think he was being just. He, a... was, he was just being in his face, oh. you know, right. above his stature. I would yeah. like um... to point out that we did have a wrestling segment with a cake, and it ended with people just eating the cake. I mean, that's got to be a first thing. You're not wrong. They did actually eat the... the Raptor, point, Raptor was the one who was most pleased and pointed this out to me. Nobody sat in the cake. Nobody got pushed into the cake. And it did end with wrestlers eating the cake. Madness it can, it, to me. It can have, it can have my special um, 2020 Matthew Strange's Unexpected Paradigm Break Award. <laughs> Nobody expected this to happen. Here you go. Shame the moment was weird. It Do you like it more? Oh, go on, uh, it didn't make FTR look strong, though. It made them look weak as shit. It's like, after this strong victory on the pay-per-view, then they're just getting fucking annihilated by a load of cake-eating faces. Yeah, <laughs> why have FTR become chicken shit heels when they I are... I don't know. They but... were meant to be these badass heels have just come for the money, and now they're chicken shit heels taunting people in the middle of the ring. It's like, well, the they were badasses who come for the money when they were faces, and then they turned heel and they turned into chicken shit heels. Who yeah. I, I, I didn't have a problem with them being manipulative and manipulating Hangman. 100%. That was cool. That was... They're heels now in AEW, so they instantly start losing everything. Don't you understand this? They've had their win, <laughs> now they lose. They've lost all their stats because they've come here. Their heel. skills have just fallen out the fuck. 
fucking floor. <laughs> I mean, I like baby faces overcoming. I, I, you know, yes. I am, I am the the group fan of baby faces, but yeah. nobody came out of You've this. Got to have a threat. To this, yeah. this was C slash D for me. I yeah. was not overly impressed with it. It was D for me, apart from the pointing out that the cake was actually eaten because that's sort of that's made what it a re- C for me. Yeah, that rescued it. And that's a e- shit show, really, isn't it? Strange, you're going to have to make the overriding through the decision that from the the garbled mess that me and Muir have given you. It's a D, boys. It's it a D. Okay. It's an award in the cake. It gets a bonus point for the cake, but it's not enough to rank it up. Okay, so moving on. Taz joins the commentary team, and Ricky Starks comes out dressed as Darby and cuts a oh, good. promo. Were you going first then, Muir? No, you go on. You're the Starks boy. Fucking He's fucking wicked. I'm great. I'm not sure he needs to do the coming out as Derby again thing. I think we've seen that, and I don't think it really added to it. But I think it did, because he's injured, and he's taking the piss out that he was always injured. You know, So I'm coming out as you, because you're not here, because you're injured again, because you're an idiot. Yeah, but he did the coming out as Derby to... You know, basically mock him. I'm, I'm not saying it's terrible. I'm no. just saying it doesn't necessarily need to be done. I love everything Ricky Starks does. I yep. think he's got swagger. He's got style. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's fucking phenomenal. And I want him in not every show because I always complain when somebody's in every show, but in a lot of shows. <laughs> Next. Yeah, I still think that it was fine for him to come out this time because it was a build on to him saying that he wrestles like a crash test dummy in the last one. And now he's yeah. out injured because he wrestles like a fucking crash test dummy. No, so, I'm fine with the promo happening. Yeah. I just don't think he needed to be dressed as Darby. Ah, I thought it was is, good. Is he really injured or is he just injured because Stark put him in a body bag and he did took a blind bump with no thumbtacks left in it? He could be injured at any point from just doing something silly in his own time, mate. I don't know if he's actually injured, but, you know. Yeah, I I, I thought he was storyline injured. Yeah. Uh, it, it was all right. Yeah. It, it was good. Just so, he's reaching that level of, like, Mox and MJF. Darby, um, Starks comes out, does Starks thing, and he's great. Yeah. Basically. Not to overblow him, but he is amazing. He is great. So, moving swiftly on, we had our five minutes of women's match. Oh, sorry. Um, it was Ty Conti versus Nyla Rose with Vicky Guerrero. Nyla wins with the Beast Bomb. What did you think of the match? What score did you give it? Wasn't that smooth? There were a lot of good ideas in this match that would have looked wicked if they'd just been a bit tighter, basically. Um, otherwise, I thought it was fine. I think Conti's going to do well when she's uh, picked up and such like. Nyla's obviously got it down now. Uh, yeah, I gave it a C. I thought it was all right. It was really nice to see Ty being so excited to be there. She was like trying not to cry when she was coming out, which is, you know, really quite sweet to see someone so happy to have a job somewhere. You know, it's always nice to see someone happy. Uh, yeah, she's so good for how long she's been in the ring, you know. What is she, like, two years' experience? And she's doing really well. And, you know, like you said, Nyla's got it down nowadays. She knows what she's doing as a heel. It's, you know, it was solid. Hmm? She knows her role. She knows yeah. exactly what yeah. she's doing. Yeah, yeah. Like 
I thought well, Nyla sold uh, Nyla sold the tie, so they made tie didn't look weak. Um, yep. I think uh, you're saying about the two years thing. Ty Conti does have that one advantage that we discussed before, is she's got the judo background, which is a I real. Yeah, but still, it, but that it just gives you an advantage on the. I think you pick it up um, really yep. quick. Uh, so is she a baby face now? I'm not sure. I'm a bit confused. At the end, it should have been Anna Jay who came out to save her. That's what we knew. We were ready for uh, yeah. TJ. Yeah. So maybe we've got a plot where there Shida will try to win her over to not being evil and the Dark Order will win her, will go the other way. Could be interesting. We need more info. Oh, I like that. that. That I would like. Yeah, that would that, be an interesting That's A, story. a women's storyline. Not too complicated. Yeah. No. For a few weeks, we get some character from uh, everyone, all three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it doesn't matter which way we end. We've had a women's transitional storyline. Help get yeah. it helped get Ty Conti's character over. Yeah, I really like and that. Anna Jay as well. And Anna Jay. Well, we I think we we know Sheeda's character. She's just yep. a fucking badass wrestler baby and yeah, yeah, badass baby face. She doesn't need anything else to be honest. And we know. Ty, Ty uh, sorry, Anna Jay, now she's getting the face. So I think, yeah, giving Ty Conti some kind of character would be good, more than just wrestling in a judoka. Um, so following that, we had a JR. Hey, we haven't ranked it, yo. What oh, are we giving it? Sorry, what, oh. what did you give it? I gave it a C. Okay, C's all around then, boys. Yep. But yep. With, with high expectations for the future. Yeah, that could it's go a good somewhere. Yeah. 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 Uh, JR and Kenny interview segment. Uh, what do you think of the segment, and did you give it a score? Tie this in with the Hangman segment before. I really enjoyed both of these because Hangman just thinking he's a fuck up, hoping that, you know, he can get it back together with Kenny. And then Kenny's just like, nah, fuck this. I've done this for a year now. I'm going back to being a singles competitor. Was quite sad and quite a good story. I quite enjoyed this between the two of them. Yeah, it's a nice conclusion to what's going on. Yep. Um, either one independently doesn't work so well, but yep. put together, we've got our story advancement and. I think pretty much all of us have been in the uh, Hangman Page situation where we've really fucked shit up and then you start to realise. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm, like, I kind of want to give them a B together, but I don't know if we're just sort of enjoying the story and riding along. I think it was but a really good progression of that. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that's actually fair. I think to give it that score, I think that was good. If we rank it, I think you're right. It's a B, but we have to put them together because that's what makes it. That's what's sealed. Yeah, it's the. Uh... We had a lot of story in this episode. Good, wasn't it? You know, actually yeah. <laughs> building some storylines. So, <laughs> following on from that is the TNT title match. It is Dustin Rhodes versus Brody Lee. Brody wins with a discus lariat. What did you think of the match? What score did you give it? Just say before this, I really enjoyed this episode of Dynamite. So everything I say after this is completely to do with just this match. <laughs> okay? Just making this clear for everyone. Thank you. I also have had a great episode up until this moment in the show where, um, yeah, yeah, up until this point, uh, I think my highlight of the match is the fact that Excalibur said, I am the table. Yes, that um, was the best part of this match and that Brody actually won in the end. <laughs> that was the only two like good things i'm literally like holding the sides of my head building up to let my feelings out of this because i don't want to go on too much because i know yeah. we've got to it and stuff yeah but fuck right. me fuck so me. why can't 
You go first. It's not even. Rudy won. Great. Cool. We want heels to win. And I don't mind people giving heels a struggle. I'm not a fan of squashy matches. But we have just watched Brody a few weeks back fucking annihilate Cody. And I'm not even going to say this was like a close match. I'm not. The It's not like Dustin came in and the uh, ex, uh, commentators said that, you know, he's he's powered by pure rage and anger or anything like that. Or doing it for his brother, man. You know. Dustin just walked in. Kicked fucking shit out of Brody Frages, did his fucking awful destroyer, uh, then ate a lariat and ended. That was it. That was the fucking match. Fucking awful. What the fuck was that? Do we need to get Dustin over? Do we need to think Dustin's harder than... I'm I'm 52 years old. (laughs) He's harder than Cody now. Uh, Harder than everybody else. Um, Just fucking annihilated it. I, I don't get it and it pissed me off. And now I'm talking about it, I'm more pissed off. Why can't heels have any fucking time in this? They finally gave one a belt. They finally gave one a fucking belt. And, okay, yeah, sure, he won this match. He lost the match before. The Dark Order lost the other matches. And then an old man kicks fuck out of him for 20 minutes, but he wins at the end. It was bollocks. Next. (laughs) You know, like in the old days where uh, somebody... The, the old terms slip on a banana peel. They're like winning the whole match, and then they slip on the banana peel, and the other guy gets a win. And people like Hulk Hogan said that was them putting the person over. This is like what Dustin did to fucking Brody here. Oh, slip on a banana peel at the end, and you can win. It's like, oh, fuck off, mate. Why you got these stats, boy? Really pissed me off. Morg, Morg, you have to be positive about it because we hated it. I yeah. gave it no score at all. <laughs> okay. Because I, I couldn't make a decision. It was either a C or a D. Um, yeah. It was either a C because it was actually a well put together match. It was, cause... a, it was a good match. Like the actual, like there were some good moves in it and it was like a good match out of context. It was but... an all right match the outcome and just I wanted I said to you guys before this that this should have been Dustin now gets annihilated by Brody Lee you could have the rest of the Dark Order be a bunch of gimps and idiots because it doesn't matter no because they've got Brody Lee and he's the the exalted one the idea is he should be carrying them for his inevitable breakup for their inevitable breakup and him to go off and have his solo run um when we've got his character over um yeah I don't know the, the match was not terrible but the story within the match hurt it for me we've got the rare experience uh, the rare situation where the wrestling is fine and the story has ruined it this is this is quite a rare D because I'm yep. giving it a D more. it's definitely a D uh, <laughs> this is the rare D where essentially just bad storytelling has fucked it Normally, it's due to a match being clumsy or, you know, difficult story and bad match. Match, yeah. technically fine. 100%. None of them really made any mistakes. It was smooth enough. But I just, I was, I was angry watching this. Actually angry. I also think, uh, just to tag on to the end before we get too worked up about all this, that yeah. um, I think Brody maybe hates Colt a bit too much for what happened. Just a little. <laughs> I mean, the fuck out I mean, the Beaver Boys lose fucking loads. Um, yeah. You know, um, he, just, he just kind of saw Bully Silver a little. 
Get out of here, Colt, you scum. But we were like best friends last week. I only lost one match. No, get out of here. How dare you make one mistake? Uh, I mean, so it is a good opinion of Ben's, you know, make one mistake if he hates you. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. But yeah, no, this was terrible. I'm sorry. It just was. <laughs> this is terrible. What were they thinking? It's just it's just made the whole storyline look bad. I'm just it's just ruined this. He should have run rough shot over the entire division until Cody came back from his injuries and then climbed back to the top of that ladder and defeated him. No, until Cody came back from his injuries. As a heel. And and fucks off to go and deal with something else. And Miro stepped in and defeated him. But yeah, anything. It should have been, he should have been running rough shot. This is the last one. I'm not going to let it say negatively. Go on, go on more. (laughs) Overall, what is our score for this or last week's dynamite all right okay you're probably not going to believe this but normally i use the d ranks to cancel the c ranks and then do c's to b's and we work out the ratio a ratio from there uh which technically leaves us with we still have a b rank show uh using it mathematically and although the ending makes it feel like a c rank show we have been really excited about everything else we've talked about in this so I honestly think it's a B-ranked show. It's just got a fucking shit ending that knocked the hype out of it whenever I've thought back about it. Um, yeah. My recommendation is go and watch this Dynamite, then stop it, then go back a couple of weeks and pretend that the Cody match against uh, Brody <laughs> Lee is actually the end, the ending and go and watch that match and just an squint yeah. and squint a bit. Yeah, it would have been an A show if that if that had happened to the same thing had happened to Dustin and he was taken off in a stretch and all that jazz after that match. I think it would have been an A show. It would have been, yeah. But what can you do? Yeah, what can you do? So there you go. That's our review of the week. Dynamite gets a B. Dark gets a C. BTE gets a B. Uh, I think it's a good week to go and watch some AEW, like it is weekly every week. So this would be the side of the week that we would ask you for questions. We have had no questions recently. If you'd like to send us some questions, send us something for us to get angry about or something for us to discuss. We are WrestleOpinionated at gmail.com. WrestleOP on Facebook. You can follow us there. And WrestleOP1 on Twitter where you can go there and Mr. Strange will tweet interesting things at you. I will. So we don't have a rant this week. I think we've had enough rants all the way through this episode. Instead, Mr. A lot of mini rants. <laughs> over to Mr. B. I, I was tempted to make you do an on-the-spot rant of the week about the Canadian Destroyer, but I think I'll just hold that <laughs> for the future. Um, so, Mr. Muir, what have you picked for us to have a discussion about this week? Quite a simple one. Uh, what are your favourite stipulations of matches? And, like, what do you like? What makes a good stipulation? And what also makes a bad stipulation? So, what are your favourite stipulations, Morg? First of all, what's your favourite? Um, well, so does the Royal Rumble count as a stipulation? Yes, mate. It's, it's so the Royal, Royal Rumble is yeah right. So the Royal Rumble is my is the best. It um, is the best battle royale that has ever been invented in wrestling yeah. by far. Yeah, um, but my favourite actual stipulation. I say I am a fan of the ladder match as long as you've got and uh, multi-man ladder match as long as you don't spend four hours climbing up the ladder. Yeah, um, 
there have been probably more exciting ladder matches than there have been not exciting ladder matches overall, if that makes sense, of ones that I've watched or are of note, including a lot of Money in the Bank ladder matches. Um, the original fantastic ones of those were absolutely yeah. fantastic. My my favourite favourite stipulation of those kind is the Money in the Bank. I think that is such a clever idea and so well executed. Um, and I think what makes a good stipulation for me is it's got to have something on the line um, that, that it needs to be a good payoff to a story as well. Um, I've got another one that I'll come back to, uh, let you guys go on, and then I'll come back to my one that's got stories connected to it. That's fair. Strange. Uh, right, so um, I am obviously the uh, the least knowing of um, WWE, of WWE and classic wrestling things, but I have yeah. got a selection of things I was uh, I was looking up. Um, my favourite stipulation of all time is obviously the custody of Dominic match between Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio because it was a ladder match. Yeah, so I was <laughs> just about to say, it is a ladder match, so your favourite stipulation is ladder match. Yeah, uh, Followed by, obviously, the winner marries Lita match. Death uh, to his part match, I think you'll find. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, matches I hate the most, and there's two, and I'm going to yep. build it to the most. Uh, I gen- uh, generally don't like Iron Man matches. Oh, that's um, a hard one. Just Ooh. because Iron Man matches, it, 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 it's a lesser version of the match I'm going to move on before. Yep. Iron Man matches seem to suffer from this thing where everybody has less hit points than they, they would have in a regular match. And don't get me wrong, I've watched some phenomenal Iron Man matches. The pack Kenny Omega one, great. I like that one because the reason they got worn down so much is because... <laughs> Pack just cheated. Yeah, he just went, I'm going to take some losses to beat the fuck out of you, which was great. There wasn't an overabundance of pins. So it's not not the one I hate the most, but it forces wrestling to slow its pace. I get you, I get you. And then only the last two minutes really matter of it anyway, so. Obviously, my least favourite match, the one which is still going on today. Oh, 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 I forgot about this. <laughs> Last man standing match. Oh, fuck off, yeah. I hate everything about last stand matches. Uh, do they even have time limits? No. Uh, no. Uh, that's why That's why Edge and Orton are still fighting. Yes. Um, that, that every time there's a last man standing match, people's health begins at like a quarter. Like one of them will get punched once and the rest like... Up to four, and he's been knocked out once. You know, yeah. normally you don't even get this in like a squash match. And the, uh, but then the entire point of the match is to make it longer. So it's you like take you the- being drunk. It gets to a certain stage really quickly, and it just stays there for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> it's not wrong. I just I fucking hate. It. Why have a match that's based on the suspense of a ten count, but then also make it as long as fucking possible? It's the worst of both worlds. You're yep. better off having a match where you have to pin somebody down for 10 seconds and only have to uh, only have 15 minutes to do it. Then there'd be some fucking motion and hecticness in it. Wrestlers would be trying to pop back up and actually do fucking shit. But no, no, instead we get a match which is 70% people lying over. And I, I loathe it. I loathe them with a passion. Um go into things i do like though so i don't continue surrounding i really love lucha rules trios matches i think they're great they just fly in 
Yeah. And the um, to win, you either need to pin the leader of the opposition team or pin both of the other people. That's really cool. I do love Lucha. So you've actually got like some tactics. Maybe they'll be going solely for the leader, or maybe one person's pinned on one team, then one pinned on the other. There you go. You've got that back and forth. Who's going to win? Jobby. It's a bit like a uh, Iron Man, except it's in a regular trios match. Um, but fam- for favorite current stipulation is the one I saw in the G in the recent. I don't know if it was the G one or the last tournament where there were a bunch of stipulation matches. And it was uh, uh, Satoshi Hijima, I think. Breadman. Yep. This is El Desperado in a no finishers match. Um, Two other people have had a finishers only match, which also made me laugh. El Desperado won the no finishers match by tricking his opponent into doing his finisher. And I was like, that's actually quite cool. Basically, he manipulated it so his instincts would... There's no point in having the stipulation if the stipulation isn't going to be relevant. No, it and has it, to be relevant, yes. It doesn't matter how far, how stupid that stipulation could be as long as you use it. Like, I generally don't like man falls into things matches, buried alive, the yep. mimosa mayhem match, because you just end up with people around there just going, whoa, a lot, you know. Bollocks, ain't it? Um, whereas just a simple thing like finishers only, so that two wrestlers who could only do finishers or no finishers and winning by use it. It's, there's a film term for it for show thing in one scene and use it in the next. That yeah. Um, uh, is it Arkham's Razor? No, that's no, the it's, no, it's uh, Chekhov's gun. Yeah, that's the one. It's used really well in Machete when they describe how long human intestines are, and then the next scene he leaps out the window and swings it back yeah. in on them. Yeah, it, there's something mentioned Arkham's Razor on a podcast I was listening to earlier, and that's why that jumped into my head first. That's the simplest solutions normally the one. Yeah. Basically. So, Mr. Muir. Um, uh, for my childhood love of when I started loving wrestling, it's tables, ladders, ladders. and chairs. Yes. Fucking, those matches were my childhood of wrestling, and they were fantastic, and I loved them. Um, But in recent years, I fucking loved the Grave Consequences matches in Lucha Underground because I loved all the hype and the uh, Mexican tradition of all like the Day of the Dead people coming out with the coffins and having them all painted up and stuff like that. Fucking loved those matches. I always got hyped for them. Even though I just bitched about people falling into hole matches, they yep. were better because you could move the hole. Yes, mate. <laughs> like the I've... hole could come into the ring or be taken outside. Yes. I, I, see, I was going to say, I always liked Taker's casket matches. I never liked the, and even the not-so-good casket matches I enjoyed, but I never liked the Buried Alive matches. I loved Great yeah. Consequences. I think it was just for like the pageantry around them as well. I always thought they were great. I think um, what you said about TLC leads into the other thing I wanted to mention. So TLC was so, so good was because of the setup to it was you had yeah. so much bill, the Hardy boys that were the ladder guys. You had edge and Christian had been hitting people with chairs. You had the Dudley boys, you know, with the table. Get the table. God, I love them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Greatest tag team of all time. I will fight you. Um, oh. And I will explain as to why they are as well. Um, 
But the other match um, that springs to mind, and I think this one's going to get a cheer from Mr. Strange, is obviously a cage match or a cage match that's so important because there's been so much interference that you need to make sure no one can get in at all until Kane turns up and rips the fucking door off. But <laughs> <laughs> the idea of I mean, the hell in a is cell. There anything better than, is there anything better than watching somebody either kick through pull off or get slammed through the door in a hell in a cell. No, mate. No, there is nothing better. I thought you were going for the WCW one where there have been so many people interfering in cage matches that they had to do a lumberjack cage match where they had guys outside protecting the people inside the cage. That's oh, men. I did not so know that was a game. Fucking terrible. I love it. WCW. Yes, um, mate. But the um, special shout out to War Games. Especially, great, especially yeah. the ones that have happened on NXT recently, because obviously I don't think I've ever seen a war game. Go and go and watch the the very recent NXT war games. Well, not but the last couple, well as, worth watching. As long as the baby faces have the disadvantages, are good war games. If the baby, the baby faces, faces always have the disadvantages, mate. They oh, don't. really? <laughs> Most war games in old WCW, it was the wrong way round, and it ruined the stipulation nearly. Yeah, but you put three letters together in a certain order, and that explains why it was done wrong. Yes, mate. Dope. Yes. <laughs> um, basically, war games is like it's a five on five. Oh, I know what it is. Oh, okay. There's two yeah. two yeah. Star. I've just yeah. never seen one. Yeah, uh, WWE was meant to do blood and guts, and they got really excited about it. Yeah, uh, and then they didn't. Uh, Rona. Yeah. Um, mate. Though on the bright side, when they do do one, it means we'll do do. Uh, they do do one, it means we'll have Butcher Blade, Lucha Bros, and Eddie as a team, and that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. I don't know what my least favorite stipulations are. Things on a pole match are always fucking garbage. How dare you mock our Lord and Savior, oh, Vince Russo? Uh, you, you, you mentioned. You did mention one. The Four Corners match. Oh, rope match where they have well, to touch all four, four corners. But it's yeah. also I, I looked at it. also is called, I believe, a four corners match. Is, is it another four name for it match? as okay. well? Yeah, I have not seen one of these yet. Do I just need to watch like more old school wrestling? It's old the rope, school wrestling. The rope match is actually slightly better than the four corners match because yeah. you'd be attached with a rope. Yeah. So you have a rope. You're both attached to the rope, and the idea is to touch all four corners to win. You don't win it by submission. When it's with a rope match, it's slightly better and not quite as unbelievable. It, yes. I think we need a shout out to TNA's reverse Royal Rumble where it was a fight oh, to get God. inside the ring. Come on, boys. How awful was that? Oh, TNA that... started so well. I uh, love the hexagonal uh, ring. Okay, yeah. yeah. Another, another, <laughs> shout, another shout out for us is the King of the Mountain match, which was a TNA thing where you had to get the belt and you had to climb up the ladder and pin the belt so it was like a reverse ladder match but it had like weird rules so you had like a sin bin that people could get Fucking put in TNA. and there were so many weird so a good stipulation is simple and easy to follow these guys are in a cage because last oh. week their mates keep running in all the time or we can't 100%. contain them in a ring these yeah. guys are having a tables ladders and chairs match because these guys use ladders these guys use tables these guys use chairs these guys are having a ladder match to get that briefcase because that briefcase gives them a shot at the world championship whenever they want. Oh, look what these other guys did with it. Um, when you get overcomplicated, that's what makes a bad stipulation because you asked what makes a good stipulation. 
keep it um, simple. I'll put it down. Uh, simple rules and a prop. Yep. That's, yes. That's, that's what makes a good one. Tables, so not- ladders, chairs, arguably three different props, but the prop is basically no DQ. And you've yep. got to get... Is it still grab a belt with the ladder in TLC? I forget. It would depend. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, I, it, yeah, it was, but there have been TLC matches that are just an excuse to jump off a ladder, Dude, yeah. put someone through a table and hit someone with a chair. Well, it's just a match. Get belt. It's just a thing. show now, isn't it, TLC? It's just a fucking pay-per-view now it's for them. Yeah, it is. with <sighs> Cage, not Hell in a, sh- in a Cell. Cage matches. Object- yeah. Really easy to win a cage match. Knock your opponent out, climb to the top, jump down on the other side. Yeah. Top done. But that's not what you do. You fucking flip back in. You slam yeah. each other to the walls. Hell in a Cell, nobody can escape unless you need somebody to escape or break in. Simple rules, prop. That's all you need, basically. Or get it right. <laughs> so there you have it. That's our discussion and our thoughts on match stipulations. Do you have thoughts on match stipulations? Have you got a favourite that we haven't mentioned or is there one that you particularly hate that we do? I would like to say thank you to Anchor.fm for hosting the podcast. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify or Anchor.fm as Wrestle Opinionated, Mr Muir. Thank you again for listening. It's always a great pleasure to do this, and I hope you're well out there. And if you'd like to send us anything, it would be wrestleopinionated at gmail.com, wrestleop on Facebook, or wrestleop1 on Twitter. Oh, gee, strange. Uh, yeah, cheers for listening. I hope you've enjoyed our little maddening rants. Please do like, share, subscribe. I don't know if Anchor has like a like button. Click that as well. Uh, I think you can give things a rank out of five on Spotify, so hammer that. Show it to your friends. Show it to your family. Talk about how we know everything about wrestling and are really accurate and how I am on, obviously, first name (laughs) terms with Eddie Kingston. But, yeah, cheers for listening. Back to you, Mark. (laughs) And all that's left to be said is goodbye and good night.